For many Australian children, fitting into the rigid academia of mainstream high schools is a big struggle. But a student focus program popular among those with intellectual disabilities is challenging the traditional model of education. There are concerns, though, that this new way of learning isn't readily available across all schools nationally. Fatima Alumi reports. For 17-year-old Sage Nikolovsky, it's a long journey to school. Doors closing. Please stand clear. He lives in North Nowra on the New South Wales south coast. And he travels two hours by train and bus to get to Five Islands Secondary College in Wollongong. It's pretty tiring considering that I have to wake up around 5am to leave around 6. Sage Nikolovsky lives with ADHD. His school offers the Big Picture program. It works by tapping into his interests and passions. Many others might benefit, but it's only offered at 40 schools across Australia. Sage found regular schooling a stifling experience. I honestly hated school a lot. Sometimes I would wag. It was really overwhelming and I felt that the school didn't care about my emotions or me as a person. At one point I was like sketching in my book and one of the teachers came over and she took my book off me and I couldn't really focus on what I was doing because my brain likes to do two things at once. Sage Nikolovsky's mental health got worse during regular high school. He even thought about suicide. It was troubling for his mother, Beck Nikolovsky. It really became very heartbreaking, actually, to watch them go to school. I would watch him walk in and just think, I hope today is going to be a better day because there were a couple of times when Sage mentioned to me that uh, they really couldn't go on and I think anxiety and depression followed pretty quickly. At the end of Year 7, Beck Nikolovsky pulled Sage out to be homeschooled, but it was a temporary fix. They're finding the Big Picture program much more rewarding. Hey Sage, what we talked about this morning could be like a chapter in your autobiography. So the question we asked is... what The teachers are quite cool. Some of them are really laid back and chill, like one of my teachers, Shane. He likes to show videos of like marine life. They're very hands-on learning. What did we talk about this morning? Active listeners. So active listening. The teachers here are called advisors. Most of the children sit around the edges of a square table. Some are more comfortable facing the back of the class. One girl sits on a beanbag underneath her desk. Nathan Davis is one of the advisors. Now students are coming in and developing the confidence through working on these passions and interests that you wouldn't even look at in a normal school because it's not a syllabus dot point. The program has fostered Sage Nikolovsky passion for drawing. It's a mix between like Japanese cartoons, animes. Now he's thinking about working life as an artist. I'm hoping to either create like animations for TV shows or movies or at least make comics for people all around the world. Dr Jane Jarvis is a lecturer in inclusive education at Flinders University. She says students with special needs actually do better in a mainstream setting where teachers cater to all students rather than being isolated from the rest. All students need to be working in areas that they're really interested in. 
and passionate about and all students might need a bit more support or a bit more extension. And so what they're doing for students with more specialised needs is really an extension of what they're doing for all students. But Dr Jarvis says changing the entire education system to fit this model will be a major cultural shift. It certainly would take some time for teacher education to perhaps catch up with some of those practices because obviously some teachers went through their initial education at a time when perhaps there weren't as many students with disabilities being educated in mainstream settings, for example. Beck Nikolovsky thinks programs like The Big Picture should be available in all schools. The program is so beneficial on so many levels, so there really is no reason for it not to have a part in most, if not all, high schools. I'm sure there would be a component of students in every high school that don't fit that mould. Beck Nikolovsky ending that report from Fatima Alumi.